0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Christina Aguilera Truck Battle. Hey! Hey! Hello, everyone. You are listening to Christina Aguilera Truck Battle. I'm your host, Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready, fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Tell Me with P Diddy and that's going up against birds of prey (laughs) wowza 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 two pretty juggernaut songs there from christina's discography with a lot of fan love for both tracks so let's find a little bit more about them let's first start talking about tell me with p diddy so, as the name suggests, this is a collaboration with P. Diddy, or Diddy, as he was known at the time, and in the past he's also been known as like Puff Daddy, Puffy, Um, you know, he's gone by lots of different names throughout his career. Um, But this song was released as the second single of his fourth studio album, Press Play. I mean, we all know it should have been the first single, but that title, um, unfortunately, went to Come To Me with Nicole Scherzinger. But... I mean I'm not biased here but this is the far superior song um. and this song was released in November 2006 and it was produced by a producer called Just Blaze who is a hip-hop producer, produced a lot of songs for people like Jay-Z, his Blueprint album and he's done a lot of songs on the Recovery album with Eminem. Um, there's a lot of songwriters on this song as there normally is on, on a lot of hip-hop R&B songs Um, but because there's sort of different parts we've got uh, a hip-hop rap with with Diddy and then we've got we've got the song part with Christina of course we're going to have different people writing different things but here's the songwriter list for for anyone who wants to know um, so we've got yummy Bingum and static major they actually wrote the song parts then we've got Diddy of course Shannon Jones Jack Knight Shannon Lawrence um Royster 5 nine or Royster five foot nine Um, he wrote the rap part with Diddy and then also Leroy Watson deep breath over um so this song um is is sort of this fusion of two worlds we've got diddy who's from the rap and hip hop world a uh, very very successful rap artist um you know sort of throughout many decades and then we've got christina from from pop world um but this song originally was created as a demo for the group danity kane who probably not really know too much about from the uk but in the us um a bit bigger there um they were signed to bad boy records which is p diddy's record record label um and they were formed on the third series of mtv's making the band um, so they ended up working with diddy because it was diddy's label diddy's show um, did a lot of work with diddy so um, but he actually decided that he wanted this song, Tell Me. He wanted it for his own album and musical comeback because he'd not done a studio album in about five years. Um, so this was, um, you know, he, he was keeping it for himself and he chose Christina to um, sing on the song with him. Uh, and like I said, it's this hip hop pop R&B song. Uh, and then we've got Christina on the song featured quite heavily. She's singing the chorus. She's also got a verse on the song as well. And she's also singing the bridge. The song itself had some quite general moderate success but um it wasn't sort of the runaway hit that people were expecting it to be at the time who knows why that was um i'm personally going to put that down to lack of promotion not really sure why um but i think um pretty much Christina was knee deep in the promotion for Back to Basics because she just sort of released Hurt as the second single at the same time the 2006 was a big year that's where Back to Basics was released um so I think maybe her attention was sort of um elsewhere of course promoting her own music and her own album um and then also the song was released in November which is you know, one of the busiest times of the year for music releases. A lot of artists are wanting to release their songs and let them get big before the Christmas rush. uh, Because in, in America, of course, radio is a massive thing where radio play does contribute towards the chart success um not so much in the uk but it is there. airplay back then was very very important and of course in november sort of late november they'll start playing christmas songs so that's sort of taken up place on 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 the airwaves but um yeah who knows why it it didn't have the the massive success that it does i mean it's had a bit of a cult following since the song um it is one of those songs where it's been like okay yeah they both mean business christina her vocals are absolutely insane on this song um but you know it did chart it did chart on number 47 on the billboard hot 100 and it went to number eight in the uk so a bit more of a better hit in europe and uk um and i remember at the time reading the reviews for this track and um i used to read a lot of music reviews just to work out if that was an album that i wanted to buy because we didn't have the uh the pleasure of things like spotify and stuff like that back then i know we had like itunes snippets and stuff like that but um a lot of reviewers actually saw this as a highlight of the album and looking at some comments a lot of people are surprised that this song didn't do as better as it would have only because it was a fusion of these two worlds these big artists at the time diddy and christina and these two big household names big names should have I think probably they were thinking they should have just sold the track on its own like that, but hey, that's not how the music industry works. Um, but it, it's still a great song. It's very very dancey, very club ready. Um, and yeah, Christina's vocals are absolutely fire. Um, you know we've got we've got some of her ad libs in there, of course, signature Christina. Um, and because it was released as a single, there was a music video that was shot by uh, and directed by Eric White. Um, and it's sort of this premise where um. You know diddy begins in this sort of virtually empty white room where there's a stereo and a tv and then the song starts playing through the speakers and then we see christina on the tv uh, and then sort of the room gets blown away because of the power of the speakers because it's playing through really really loud and then we get this reveal with christina in a wind tunnel and then that goes um but this wind tunnel this blowing away scene is actually a tribute to the blown away Uh, commercial and advert from Maxell which is the Japanese electronics company Uh, and there's that famous blown away guy if you you google image search it or or whatever you use for your um, image searches online um, you'll see that it's recreated very very well here and and then of course that that gets sort of blown away and um, then we get this sort of scene with the flashing neon light wall Uh, Which is really cool, I think, because it mirrors the album artwork, I'm a sucker for album artwork or something like that coming to life in a music video. So that's really, really cool. Um, It was a bit of a revelation in terms of the look um, with this video because we um, saw Christina with this sort of sexy, modern look where it's this sort of sleek hair um and then we've got the black and then you know in, in sort of the contrast to what she was having at the time this 1920s 1930s glamour look that she'd used to promote it back to basics was sort of a bit of a nice uh welcome relief to see her like this i remember when the video was released and fighters online were just like whoa she looks amazing 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 like the makeup was so different there was no red lipstick um which is what her signature look was at the time um so it, you know i love it when christina changes up her looks and surprises people because that's that's a sign of an artist that's you you want that as an artist um i remember speaking of the music video there was these rumors of christina and p diddy sort of not getting on on the set and there was arguments and they had to be kept separate and things like that i don't know if this is true or not um this is one of those things in the music industry we hear things we don't know if they're true they could be true might not be true who knows but um that could be a reason why there was also no promotion for it because of that um i could speculate all day and it's one of my favorite things is to talk about christina and um as, as you probably know <laughs> so many x many episodes in but um yeah i mean as our queen says pay no mind to the negative kind if there's rumors whatever we still got a bop of a song from it an amazing song, an amazing collaboration, a great video and one that still gets a lot of respect and it still gets talked about a lot since. Um, so of course let's move on to favourite lyrics and favourite parts uh, and of course we have to only focus on Christina, sorry Diddy I know it is your song but Christina when she's on collaboration as we know she does hog the spotlight. Um and uh boy she should. Her voice is amazing. Um but for me my favorite lyric of Christina's is the boy i got my eyes on you. Um, I know it's very very predatory but I love the delivery of the line because it's so sultry. Um Christina sounds amazing on the track. Um and then of course favorite part I like the bit where she says i know you're going to like it so tell me how you want it like it's it's coming back to what we've spoken about previous episodes the beat riding that she does she does it so 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 well and she's doing it really well here again um and this song tell me it's such a great club anthem um and a lot of people say she doesn't have club anthems in her discography um which i will highly disagree um you know she's done them a lot more i mean dirty was the club anthem of all club anthems and that was on her second album and she has done a lot more since then but um her stuff is just very, very overlooked when it comes to being played in clubs. I mean, you've got Dirty, which does play, but um, there are a lot of songs where you can prop a pop bop to them and they are known um, and they will definitely get a party started or get the party to continue to go. Um, So, you know, I think there has always been this thing where they've said, people have said that Christina is not sort of like a um club anthem ready artist, but she's experimented with a lot of genres and a lot of different um aspects of music and there is club anthems i mean it would be boring if we had club anthem after club anthem this is why we love christina this is why i absolutely love her because she does different styles of music different styles of singing and she doesn't give you what you want from her she doesn't give you what you expect a pop star to give she's very unconventional and you know even when it comes to her collaborations as well she will collaborate with who she feels is right she won't just jump on any track she won't just hop on any track and be the feature girl. She will collaborate with a song that she connects with, the one that she feels is right and it's it's feels in the moment. Um and you know, she's she's been asked to be worked with many artists over the years and you know, been put down or or not eventually done, and eventually she has ended up working with them. It's because the timing's been right for her and and you know this is this is one of those things, but yeah i love I love this song tell me it's it's absolutely brilliant, it's still on my rotation um and um, yeah, Christine absolutely slays in this, it's very, very sassy. So let's move on to talking about the song that it is up against which is Birds of Prey. So this song was recorded at some point in 2008-2009 and it was released in 2010 on Bionic but it was part of the deluxe edition bonus tracks. So this was either on the same CD, depending on which country you were in. Um, I know in the UK, we had a separate CD, a second CD with the bonus tracks on there. Uh, But in America, I think it was all on the same CD. But it was part of the extra bonus tracks that were on the deluxe version of the album. And there is that general consensus that this song should definitely not have been a bonus track at all. And I wholeheartedly agree. It definitely should have been on the main edition. Uh, the stuff that she did with Lady Tron, um, who actually produced this song, um, completely fit in with her vision, and it was just absolutely amazing, so unique. Um, so like I said, this song was written by Christina and also the four members of Lady Tron, Daniel, Rubin, Helen and Myra, as well as Kathy Dennis, who, as we know from the Little Dream episode, is a massive, massive pop songwriter. So it's the same team behind Little Dreamer. Um, you know, they did, Lady Tron did three songs with Christina during the bionic sessions, um, Little Dreamer, Birds of Prey, um, and also um, a third song, um, which is called Kimono Girl. Um, and this this little song the famous miss kimono girl this is sort of like the number one sought after song in the vault of christina's unreleased material it's that famous vault i'm talking about again but she has so much unreleased material and christina's one of those artists um you know one of those mainstream pop artists that doesn't really release a lot of her unreleased material we've got a lot of um you know female singers that do release their unreleased material either on a separate album or as like a special treat but we don't really get that from Christina. And I love that. I mean, she stands by her art. She stands by her work. But hey, it would be nice to hear some of that stuff in the vault. I know she has mentioned it on her Twitter. There's a special album locked up in there. That was a couple of years um, ago after sort of when Liberation was released. And it was it was sort of done with. Um, we know she's done a lot of stuff for her albums. Uh, so it would be nice to hear some of that stuff. Even if it's just excerpts. So please, please again. If you're listening, Christina we would love it um so like I said this this song was produced by Lady Tron um worked with Christina very very early on in the timeline of the bionic sessions as we know and it's this very deep dark pulsating song lots of layers of synths gorgeous gorgeous um and it's so dark and so brooding and Christina in terms of her vocals here it's so subdued very mellow and yet also very melodic as well you can hear those in the ad lib she's doing it almost sounds quite Middle Eastern quite Arabian and you can hear that in the background in the foreground there's lots of layers in this song um and there's bits that come to the forefront bits that come away from the back if you hear it with headphones it's almost like a 3d sound um that you can hear there's some bits in your right ear some bits in your left ear and i love that the world that's created with this song is absolutely stunning um the song itself is about um it's like mystery, magic, and darkness. It's being lost in a fantasy or a facade and what it takes away from you. And you only sort of make of it what you want. And as a result of that, you're prone to having everything taken away from you. The birds of prey, they can prey upon you without you realising. And it's very, very intriguing subject. It can be interpreted in a lot of different ways. Make of it what you will. Um, But it's something that she's not really sung about. She's not really sung about mystery. She's not sung about intrigue. Or anything like that and i love this fantasy vibe i wish it was explored a little bit more on bionic because it bionic is that's sort of what it means for i mean she's released it it, you know as a a strong woman that sort of thing and you get that a lot from bionic but there's lots of different excerpts to it and i like the sort of mystery and the intrigue i mean that's coming across in the album artwork especially in the graffiti stuff that was done with d face um you know I, i i really like that and i really like i would love that she explored that a little bit more so like i said this song has got a very very different lyrical content and when it came to looking at the favorite lyrics um for this song it was quite hard to sort of decide um what what there was because it's such a well-written song i mean the one that i have chosen which is taking the blue pill only made you cry and all that the red pill did was make you forget why i mean i really live for the matrix reference it's a great great film and it really messes with your head and sort of this is what this song does. It does mess with your head a little bit because the first time we listen to it, it's a bit like, Hold on, is this is this Christina Aguilera? Like this does not sound like Christina Aguilera at all. Um but yeah, like I said, it's really hard to pick a favourite lyric because it's so well written. There's so many cool different imagery that the song portrays. And um it's just it's just brilliant. So, so well written. Um, my favorite part is actually the intro because of the way it sort of s- starts quiet and it builds up to this sort of climax. We've got the melodies, the dark brooding synths, and the, it adds all these layers, and it really, really sets the mood of the song. Um, and I mean, lots of people think this song should have been the first single off Bionic, and I'm inclined to agree here. It really represents the vision that Christina had in her head. Um, you know, left field. Very experimental music, and it would have shown the world how creative Christina was as an artist because when Bionic was released, it was completely dogged with the comparisons to other artists, in particular Lady Gaga. And this would have really set her apart because no one was doing music like this, no one had worked with Lady Tron, no one had worked and done songs that were completely experimental. I mean, this is the thing Christina's taken risks in her career that could have absolutely killed a career, and this would have been a great risk to take. Um, had it had she fallen flat with it, we would never have known. I mean, we would never know. This is not really like a radio friendly song, but I can just see it. Like, I can just see the, the, the critical respect that she would have got had she done something like this. Um, you know, she's known to switch it up and reinvent in terms of musical styles and looks. And this would have been perfect. I mean, I can just imagine this with this sort of high fashion video and this mystery world that she created. Um, you know, she's a big fan of dressing up and really getting into the mood. And this would have been absolutely great. But hey, Christina's an artist. I'm not here to tell her how to do that. And I'm here to respect her for that, and absolutely applaud her art, and absolutely applaud her music. I did read this theory, which I think is actually true, in that she was planning um, a remix album of Bionic, kind of in the same vein that Dua Lipa has just done with her recent um, release, Future Nostalgia. She did Club Future Nostalgia, and um, the only the only thing I th- reason I think that is because. There were these sort of songs with the remixes commissioned um, and some have leaked and some haven't. um, And there was a Ruben Wu remix of Birds of Prey. Ruben Wu is one of the members of Ladytron, And please go and check out the remix if you haven't already because I feel it just amps the song up to like this deeper, darker level. And I could definitely see her doing this in sort of a live setting or maybe even like a video setting if it was released as a video because um it, it just it just turns up the darkness up to like level one hundred max if the song wasn't dark enough already. And um you know, she does remixes of songs live, so I would have seen I would have got conceived this on a, like the Bionic Tour or something. Um but she did use that version of Birds of Prey on her socials recently, the remix version, um, on her TikTok, uh, where she was showing off her amazing Halloween decorations at home in 2020. Um, so, I'm, I mean, it's great that she's acknowledged the track because um, it's it's a massive, massive fan favourite. Um so I I mean that was that was great. I love that she acknowledged the track, no, I wasn't more I, w- I was more loving that she acknowledged the track rather than the Halloween decorations because we know her Halloween decorations are amazing. She is the queen of Halloween. Um, I really wanted to work with Ladytron again, um, because they've worked with her on some of the most experimental and different tracks that Christina's ever done, ever, 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 and they've had nothing but nice things to say about Christina. Even today, when asked about it in interviews, yeah, they've had not very nice things to say about her label but about working with Christina and the experience that they shared with her they have just great things to say and I would love to see her do something so left field again um and you know it just I mean when I first heard the song I was completely floored I like I said before I thought it was a completely different artist and that's a sign of a good artist someone who questions you and pushes the boundaries of their own sound to give something different and really slay it and that is what she did here so we've heard about tell me with pdd and we've heard about birds of prey but there can only be one winner so let's have the drum roll please and the winner is Birds of Prey. Many, many congratulations to Birds of Prey. Um, Yeah, this was another difficult choice because they're both really well loved for me um, and they're both great songs. But for me, Birds of Prey just had to take the the win here because it's one of her most experimental tracks ever. It really should have been a single of Bionic. It shows how much of an artist she is. It's definitely one of my favorite songs on Bionic as well. Um, So, of course, definitely had to take the lead so next episode it's ballad time again so we've got two album tracks here two very emotional ballads as well so you'll have to listen to the next episode to find out which ones they are thank you so much for listening to today's episode that is it for today's show if you like the show please be sure to subscribe and leave comments check us out on instagram and twitter at XDinaTrackBattle. track battle peace out